This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Wednesday the 6th of January. In your Squeeze today, the significance of the Senate vote in Georgia, Abu Bakar Bashir to be released from jail this week, a warning from the Energy Security Board, and love in the time of vaccines. This is your Squiz Today. Voting is now open in the Georgia state runoff elections in the US. Georgia's a state that's pretty top of mind right now, especially after the leaked phone call which showed President Trump pressuring election officials in that state to find enough votes to overturn Georgia's presidential election results. It, of course, flipped to Biden and the Democrats. There were two Senate spots up for grabs in Georgia in November, but with no candidate securing 50% of the vote needed to win, the state is having a runoff election, so essentially a redo. Claire, the Senate majority could hang in the balance, so it's a pretty big deal. It is a big deal and what it all means is that with those two seats and that balance of power uh, up for grabs, if the Democrats are able to get those two seats coming their way, it means that they have an easier time in the Senate and it's going to be easier for Joe Biden to get his legislative agenda through. Uh, But if even one seat stays with the Republicans, they hold both of those seats as they go into this election, then they maintain their majority in the Senate. It is a big deal and that's why there's so much attention on it. As you say, if the Democrats win both seats, they'll get a 50-50 split and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris will then be able to cast any tie-breaking vote. There's about 5 million voters in Georgia and more than 3 million have already voted. Both Biden and Trump have spent time campaigning there, big rallies yesterday. Millions have been spent on advertising, but it's still too close to call. Yeah, no pollster was willing to put their hand up and say that they knew what was going to happen there. Of course, you can (laughs) understand that with recent glitches with polling. Uh, But yeah, hundreds of millions on advertising. Uh, The poor voters of Georgia, you've got a feel for them over the last few weeks. Apparently, advertising's been at about saturation point over Christmas. Uh, Also, the candidates are very interesting. There's a former Reebok CEO, uh, the richest politician in Washington, D.C., the pastor from a church where civil rights leader Martin Luther King Jr. once preached and also a guy who runs a production company getting movies made in uh, danger zones. So they're an interesting field and it's a very important race. We touched on that leaked phone call earlier. There's a bit of discussion on whether these results will be a litmus test on Trump's bid to hold on to the presidency and his claims of the rigged election. Polls will close at 11am our time today, but but it's unlikely we'll have a result anytime soon. Over to Indonesia now and Abu Bakar Bashir, the radical Islamist cleric said to be the mastermind behind the 2002 Bali bombings, is set to be released from jail this week. He was jailed in 2011 for his involvement in training militants in the Aceh province and he has now served that full term. So a release on Friday is something that is going to happen. That's much to the distress of the victims' families of that 2002 Bali bombing 
bombing, also very disappointed as Foreign Minister Maurice Payne. She yesterday said that it was a really disappointing outcome and that she had raised concerns with the Indonesian government with the hope of keeping him behind bars big concerns about how individuals like Bashir would be stopped from inciting any future attacks once released from prison. Bashir has always denied any involvement in those terror attacks. Airline Qantas is turning its thoughts back to international travel. They're selling flights to places like the US and UK from as early as July this year. But if you're thinking of dusting off your passport, the government says don't get your hopes up quite yet. Yeah, Deputy Prime Minister and Transport Minister Michael McCormack yesterday said that just got to wait and see. The Australian government hasn't made any determination about when our international border will open up. Uh, But Qantas says that it's got to get plans back on the road and that it'll continue to review its plans and its schedule. Uh, What it does is bring forward flights to the UK and the US. Qantas had thought that that probably wouldn't open up until about October, but it does push back Asian routes. They'd hope to start flying there in March. A lot riding on vaccines, of course. At the moment, New Zealand is still the only international destination Qantas is currently flying to. The Energy Security Board has released a pretty damning assessment of the energy sector here in Australia. The chair of the board, Dr Kerry Schott, says Australia has just months to fix major problems with the electricity market or we could be facing blackouts and other supply issues. This really is a repeat of what Kerry Schott and others have been saying about the energy sector, which is that we're pretty much at capacity because across the grid there's just not enough power being pumped out to cover all of our needs with any guarantee. The report says that there's a couple of issues. One is that there's no national energy plan that the federal government, the states and all the energy operators are signed up to. The other is the rise of renewable energy and while, of course, renewable sources are something that's being developed and being encouraged to be developed to input into our electricity system. They can't guarantee supply because you can't guarantee that the sun will shine or that the wind will blow. So it's not a secure form of energy as far as the sector's concerned. So lots of problems there. What Angus Taylor, the energy minister, has said is that he wants everyone to sign up to a plan. But Labor has said that that vacuum really is the federal government's fault. Pop star Justin Bieber has always been one of the most high-profile members of Christian megachurch Hillsong, but no more Claire. He's taken to Instagram to clarify that he's cut ties with the megachurch. Yeah, and he's not the only one in recent times. There's been a few high-profile members of Hillsong who have put some distance between themselves and the church. It's really come to a bit of a head in the last few months because there's a high-profile pastor, a guy called Carl Lenz from uh, the US. He was based in New York who has confirmed that he's been an unfaithful husband. He left the church. Uh, He was the guy who baptised Bieber in 2014 and he travelled with him to Sydney to Great Fanfare in 2017 for a big church conference. But Bieber says that he's now part of another evangelical church that's based in Beverly Hills. That one's called Church Home. Bieber also confirmed he's not studying to be a minister or anything like that. Fake news, he says. 
wrapping up now and the COVID-19 vaccine is hopefully starting to show some light at the end of this pandemic tunnel we're all in. But for one man in the US, he got a double whammy of goodness. He got engaged and vaccinated at the same time. Yeah, this couple, they both work in healthcare in the US. Uh, of course, romance screams coronavirus vaccination. But <laughs> totally. probably if you're working in healthcare in the US, that's probably a true statement. Uh, probably getting a vaccination really is that light uh, and the ability to make plans and have hope for the future, I'd imagine. It's a very cute story. Each day this week, actually, we've been including a few random quirky or feel-good stories in the apropos of nothing section in the Squiz Today email. Just to ease us back into work mode, they're usually some of the most clicked links in the email. So if that tickles your fancy or your curiosity, head to the Squiz Today email and check that out. You can sign up at thesquiz.com.au. Other than that, I think that's all from us today. If you're still setting your intentions for the new year, tell your friends about the Squiz so that they can stay across the news. Recommendations from friends is the number one way that we grow and we're super grateful when you get your people on to the Squiz. Have a good one and we will be back with you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit for member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy to understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.